Hi everybody, you're welcome to a fresh, exciting, brand new episode of Real Talk Podcast. How are you guys doing? Pretty day so pretty day happen. What is popping, guys? If this is your first time listening, baby, where have you been? Where have you been all my life? Like, you're the one I've been looking for. You're the one I've been searching for. You are welcome to the show. My name is Grace and I'm the host of this podcast on Real Talk. We talk about different topics. We explore different ideas, trends. We talk about things that are happening. We talk about things that are not happening. And we do all of this while keeping it a hundred percent real if you are a new listener if this is your first time tuning in big shout out to you thank you so much for stopping by my little corner of the internet and i hope that you stay i hope that you find this interesting and if you're a returning listener if you're one of the ogs if you're one of the gang the family members you guys you know how you know how we do this thing you know now big shout out to you please don't forget to subscribe and to give the podcast a nice, cute little review on any platform that you listen. So, guys, um, what's in the sub? <laughs> so, the craziest thing has just happened. <laughs> Elon Musk has bought Twitter. Oh, yes, honey, you heard that right. In case you've been under a rock, in case you don't know anything that's going on, I'm here to inform you that the richest man in the world is now the owner of twitter i don't mean like he's the principal shareholder as in i think there was a thing that happened recently or some weeks ago where he got all the shares and he was supposed to be on the board but he ended up not being on the board again that's not what i mean as in it is his own he bought twitter for a whooping sum of 44 billion us dollars (laughs) 44 billion us dollars First of all, why buy Twitter when you can just sign up on the app for free? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. But on a more serious note, I don't know how I feel about Elon buying Twitter. I don't know how I feel about the richest man in the world that is a white South African man buying Twitter. I'm just going to say that. That's just all I'm going to say because, like... I see a lot of people celebrating and all these aspire to prosper people are now using it as an avenue to do, oh my God, see why you need to work hard, this one, that one. But like, I'm not comfortable with it. I don't, I don't see it as a win. I don't see it as a good thing. I'm just like, mm, like I'm holding my breath because I don't know what he's going to do. That man is very unpredictable and he's going about it in like uh, he wants to bring free speech, free speech, free speech. But the thing is that like, mm, do we really need free speech on that internet? Because the speech is free enough already. Like it's free enough because people are saying rubbish on Twitter every day. So which, how free can, can it get? You want people to just come and do rubbish or just post whatever they like. Like, I don't know how I feel about it. But at least somebody's excited about it. Apart from the aspire to transfer people, 
and all these fake big business coaches on Twitter and on an Instagram actually. Um, Jeff Bezos seems excited about it. The original. Sorry, Jesus, Jesus. Did I just say Jeff Bezos? Oh my God. <laughs> no, 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 no. I meant Jack Dorsey. <laughs> Are you not ashamed? Are you not embarrassed? <laughs> I meant Jack Dorsey, the original owner of Twitter. He seems very excited about it. He posted, like, he's so tread about how uh, they plan to change the Kinika Kinika. He's so proud of Praga, Abipranga. <laughs> the way I'm muttering these people's names is actually sending me. But how he's so proud of the entire team and they are bringing a revolutionary kine, 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 kine. And I'm just like, mm. I like, I like Jack. I actually like Jack. I think he's a decent human being for a rich person. But, um, it's not, it's not convincing me that this purchase is best for everybody. Do you get what I mean? But I mean, I guess we are going to see what they have in store for us. Because I'm sure Elon has a lot <laughs> up his sleeves. I'm sure he has a lot in store for us. So we can only but wait and see. But still in the topic of social media, that's actually what I wanted to really talk about today. Um, it's somehow related to the effect of the purchase of Twitter. Because like the Twitter stock has been going crazy people have been purchasing twitter stocks i don't know anything about the stock market so i can't speak on why they're doing that and what effects that will have or blah 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 but i know that at some time last night or early hours of this morning they had to close the stock like they had to stop selling twitter stocks essentially i don't know if it's for a particular channel that they stopped or they stopped it in general but i know i saw something like that don't quote me don't quote me don't quote me but i did see something like them saying that there's a lot of traffic on twitter stocks because like people are buying twitter stocks but like apart from that i was just thinking about how social media has just has just become like a part of us as a society now like it's actually insane it's so crazy because me for example twitter i use twitter as like a let's say a mini diary <laughs> i actually posted something some time ago that i've realized that i tweet a lot when i'm going through it and like my twitter presence is dependent on it's directly proportional to the the state of my mental health generally and a lot of people like they actually just it's just a thing where like it's like a personal journal type thing but like it's just like in front of the whole world and it's crazy how that has just become a normal thing that we do i was listening to something recently and somebody was asking like why do we feel the need to post about what we are doing like if you actually dip it i'm not even talking about like pictures pictures can be like okay memories on your feed but why do we feel the need like if you're in a club you feel the need to record what you are doing in real time and post on snapchat and post on your story like why are you seeing your friend and the first thing you are doing is bringing out your phone to go and record on snapchat and post a snap and post a story like why is that a thing and it's become so normal we do it every day we even have words like instagrammable um, locations or instagramable things like you see something you think is instagramable and the first thing you do it's almost as if we can no longer live in the moment kind of 
and it's got me thinking a lot about this social media of it not that i will stop posting please i'm trying to be an influencer okay but like it just has me thinking about how people rationalize this thing in their heads because how me i used to rationalize social media when i okay when i first joined instagram like the first time i joined instagram it was normal instagram like it was the instagram of those days where you just post your pictures you and your friends and family blah 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 but then i stopped using the app for a while for like a year or so and then when i came back all these creators were already there they had influencers already and stuff like that so it was kind of hard for me to now switch from instagram being a place where I post pictures for my friends and my families or make some new friends to be in a place where I consume content, right? But then, I, obviously, I made that switch. And I used to... The way I used to rationalize Instagram in my head is that, okay, I use this as a tool, as a tool to learn things, as a tool to connect with people, either in work, mostly in work, actually, because... As at that time, I was just starting to get into the creative industry, like find my, my, not my niche, find my people, like what I like doing in the creative industry. So it was easy for me to connect with people in that creative industry and just draw inspiration from even people that already established in the industries that I was interested in. And so that's how I rationalized Instagram in my head. But right now, like if I, would, if I could think of a reason why I'm on Instagram or why I use Instagram as much as I do, I'm speaking on mostly Twitter and Instagram because these are the two apps that I think I use the most. I don't use Snapchat as much. I just use it sometimes to post things I don't want my family members to see. And then for the other ones, the other ones are just messaging apps like WhatsApp, yeah, WhatsApp, basically. So it's only Instagram and Twitter that are the real... And I'm no longer on Facebook. It's only Instagram and Twitter that are the real apps that I use that are like heavy social media apps. So yeah, I was saying, if I want to rationalize why I use Instagram now, like my reasons would definitely to use it as a means to, you know, find people in my niche, find people that are doing what I'm doing and sort of see how they're doing it in terms of creators, in terms of people in the media space, in terms of even people in tech, because these are the areas that I am interested in, right? But also, I just consume a lot of content on Instagram that is not just like away from all of this. Like, it's not a thing of learning. It's not a thing of... It's a thing of just entertainment. And then again, now, I think I'm starting to use Instagram like a body <laughs> not like a body but like i am more interactive on social media in general like i'm more interactive and i try to ask myself why do i do this why am i like heavy on social media especially instagram and twitter why am i heavy on interacting with people not just creators now but like actual normal oh jesus i'm going on a rant again Okay, let me circle back because I'm about to go into like a deep hole that I don't know how I'll come out from that. But basically, what I'm saying is that I have found out that a lot of us are 
addicted. I don't know if that is like a mad word to use, like it's a bit too deep, but a lot of us are essentially addicted to social media now, myself inclusive. And I've been trying, like a lot of people always say, oh my God, social media is the devil, this one, that one. Social media has changed the world. We are now also shallow. We are now blah, 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 blah. Social media makes people do this, do that, blah, 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 blah. And all these crazy things, right? But like, I've been thinking, why can't we take accountability? Because first of all, like, it's just an app. Number one, it's not by force to sign up. It's not by force to have an account. It's not by force to post. It's not by force to do anything. Like, why can't we take accountability and say, oh, actually, this might be my doing. Do you get what I mean? So now, I am taking the liberty to mention some of the things that social media is responsible for and some of the things that you are responsible for. Essentially, I want you to take a deep dive in. I want you to search deep and dig within your soul to see if social media is really the problem or you, my friend, are the problem. Yes, baby. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, yes. Yes, yes, that is what we are going to be talking about today. Social media, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Ah, I hate using that phrase because it's like so cliche. But yeah, basically, we are going to be talking about all the sides of social media. Why it's a problem and why it may not be the major problem and you may be the major problem. So let's go. It's going to be an interesting conversation. So I'm going to be starting with why I think social media might be a problem. First of all, like I said, it happened so fast. Okay, not so fast, but the way the world and technology has just changed everything, we did not realize when this started to become the norm. We didn't realize when like all these tech companies started to shove these apps down our throats and sell us all this rubbish of technology being the new revolution and blah 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 and all those things and we became so engulfed in wanting to not be left behind kind of that we decided to like we just decided to pick up these apps and run with it and make it a part of our lives essentially and like when you double down and take a step back and like just gauge it's actually a bit mad that literally some people they wake up in the morning and the first thing they do is pick up their phone and check twitter and check the trend table and check instagram check what is popping the first thing you do or one of the first things you do when you wake up in the morning is to go and check what is happening in other people's lives like you've not even engaged what's okay what am i doing today what are the goals i need to smash for jesus i sound like such a motivational speaker but like you've not gauged like what am i trying to achieve today what do i want today to look like for me some people have not even prayed you never even brushed it <laughs> like some of the memes say you never even see if you feel worker but like you've picked up your phone and you're looking at somebody's morning routine you're watching people's stories from last night you're watching people go to the gym even when you go to the gym why do you feel the need to record and post in real time that you are at the gym It's actually kind of a self-gratification type of thing. 
if you really think about it. But yeah, being exposed to all of that, being exposed to people's lives all the time, what everybody else is doing, it kind of does something to you, like it kind of affects you in a way sometimes you won't even realize it can foster some level of comparison it can foster some level of insecurity and all of these things that sometimes you don't even realize you don't even realize that this is the source of all these things that you're feeling and sometimes it can feel like a competition as well that's another issue with social media sometimes it can feel like a popularity com contest the person with the most likes the most follows the most engagement or like the person that dresses the most the person that enjoys life the most the person that parties the most the person that goes out the most the person that has the most money like all these things we have seen cases where sometimes celebrities sometimes people that even their wealth can be questionable they use social media to kind of flex on the general public or flex on their peers like it's a very weird thing and that definitely has negative effects to you if you are watching all of that and if you're consuming all that type of content constantly and another crazy thing about social media is that like you don't realize when you kind of start to get consumed by the need for external validation you post pictures you post content stories and it's almost as if you are waiting for all these strangers on the internet to come and reassure you that either you are popping or you're pretty or you have money or this with their comments their likes their shares and stuff like that like the serotonin this is serotonin oh my god (laughs) and i am a medical student god are you not embarrassed grace are you not embarrassed But yeah, the boost of endorphins that you get when you post something that people are liking, people are sharing, people are engaging, commenting, and stuff like that, it can get quite addictive. And it can make you feel like you need to constantly feel that. And you need to constantly be validated in that way by these people that you actually don't know in real life. Social media is so crazy. These people are actual strangers. Like, some people you might never meet in your entire life till you die. Even if you are staying in the same city, there are some people that you might just never meet in your life. But, like, social media has become this, has made the world this, like, global community where you get to interact with all these people and they sort of have access to your life. And it can get quite addictive. It can just become a real problem. You see where and parents or guardians are complaining that their children can't get off tiktok oh i forgot about tiktok tiktok is the most addictive app people are always talking about how as a user you always feel the need to scroll through tiktok like for endless hours because it's so addictive like you see things that you're genuinely interested in but nobody talks about how addictive it is when you start actually creating content on tiktok when you start participating in all the challenges see let me tell you (laughs) it is a madness because once you start doing all the dances once you start doing all the the transition challenges once you start doing all the lip sync battles my dear there's no going back like my draft eh see it's because of the grace of god that i'm i'm not posting a lot on tiktok again because my drafts are i kid you not over 200 videos of different different challenges it's so mad as i was saying social media gets 
really addictive and sometimes we don't even realize it's until you actually take a step back and you realize that okay i did this thing on my phone where it reports my screen time every week and <laughs> bruh the amount of time i spend looking at my phone screen not to talk of the, uh, my laptop screen <laughs> each hook so yeah that's another way that social media can be very bad how addictive it is and it just it pushes this false reality a lot of people <laughs> don't realize that what you're seeing on social media is not the totality of somebody's life it's just a piece just an extract it's just hand-picked extracts from the person's life and obviously the person is going to pick the good parts so yeah these are just some of the areas where i feel like if somebody came to tell me that oh social media is bad social media is evil social media is this or that i can actually gauge it and say okay maybe you have something maybe you have a point like maybe sometimes it can be it can be a bit mad but now on the flip side i'm going to talk about some of the reasons why i feel like sometimes we might be our own problem these apps are not the main issue you might actually realize that you yourself or me myself because i'm also (laughs) i'm not excluded from this me myself i may be the problem the number one thing is and i always tell people this the world has changed in so many ways like i said at the beginning of this episode social media is just one of the ways that the world has changed one of the technological advancements that we are experiencing in our world today fam it's not that deep (laughs) like i promise you it's actually not that deep like when people start to think in that way i think it will do us a whole lot of good it's just an app it is literally just an app like i said you don't have to download it in the first place you don't have to register like you don't have to do anything nobody is forcing you to do any of these things and even if you register you are in control of okay to a large extent you're in control of how you want to use the app if you say that you just want to use social media for memes you can just do that like you can actually just do that if you say you want to use it to just connect with your friends and family you can do just that that nobody's putting a gun to your head and say oh you have to follow celebrities or you have to follow creators or you have to do this or you have to do that you actually have to take responsibility for the fact that you chose to do these things the app is just a platform that has been given to you you decided to go on the app and you decided that you want to follow all these people that have money more than you all these people that will be tension like people actually actively go and look for people that will tension them i do not understand that i'm sorry i do not understand it. like you use your own data your own money your own phone that you use your money to buy to go and be looking for people that will give you high blood pressure as as how as as how at some point you have to actually be accountable for what you decide to do like you make these decisions like i said you decide to sign up on the app you decide to follow other people you can now come around and say oh social media did this or social media did that to me you decide to sign up for the app and also i think a lot of our problem will be solved if more people realize that social media is just a means of expression like just like anything else just like art is just like music is to um 
artists, just like artists to artists and like things out to creators of different things. Social media is just another way people express themselves. So it's actually not that deep. It's just what has become a part of our life now. And if you want to jump on it, jump on it. If you don't want to jump on it, you can decide to not. Do you get? And one thing about me, me, I don't subscribe to the fact that social media is not real life. Like, people try to use that to console themselves and say, oh my God, this is not real life. It's just smokes and mirrors. To a large extent, yes, it is smokes and mirrors. It's a facade. But, like, there are some people actually living this reality. That There are some people that have that money, that live that lifestyle, that are about that life, that flashy life, that that is their reality. If you always want to find, like, consolation in the fact that the life they are living is fake, then maybe maybe you're the problem. Because why why is it such a big deal to you? Why are you so hell-bent on saying that this thing that these people are doing is fake life, it's not real, this is not how they live? Like, why are you trying to console yourself with that? That is a reflection of an insecurity that you might have. Because, like I said, genuinely, a lot of people, this is the life that they live. Like, they are that blessed, they are that sparkly, they are that beautiful, they are that rich do you get what i mean so why are you not comfortable with this why does it affect you in that way and also it always gets me when people say like oh if it's really their real life why do they only put out the good stuff like why don't they post when they're down bad why don't they post when they're depressed or sad or clinical (laughs) first of all lol nobody posts the bad side like okay people occasionally do but like it's after it has happened as story time like nobody comes and say okay actually some people actually do that where they cry online and stuff like that but it's not the norm me definitely i will never post the bad side of my life the fuck why would i want to do that like i'm already living that reality and it's already depressing enough why would i want to post about that why would i want to post about that and I definitely also don't want to see, like, my faves going through hard times. Okay, maybe sometimes it's okay. But at story time, like I said, like, when it has happened, you come and gist us. Like, tell us as gist and tell, say how God brought you out of this or how you were able to navigate this and blah, blah, blah. But I don't care if they don't put it out. Okay, that's a better way to put it. I don't care if they don't put out their bad side. Like, obviously, nobody wants to throw a pc party on social media like that's not what we are here for and this also plays out a lot when people are god winning to couple posts or like you know just admiring couples on social media and people are like oh my god you don't know the bad side of the relationship you are only seeing one side you're only seeing the good things blah 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 excuse you i don't want to know the bad side i am only interested in the good it's always a thing of oh you don't know the full story baby i don't want to like why should i be interested in bad i admire what i'm seeing this good thing that i'm seeing is what i admire this is what i am aspiring to like why should i know when they are fighting for me to know if i want i don't want the fight like i don't even want that part this part that i'm seeing this lovey dovey part that's the part i want i should be allowed to aspire to that the fuck and me honestly my favorite like social media couples and not even the ones that are out there out there like i don't care to know what is happening in your relationship like i actually don't want to know 
that is none of my business just give me nice pics and good vibes and aesthetics and give me like new wallpapers do you get what i mean like i don't need to know if people are fighting or you are going through things i don't care <laughs> like i just need cute tiktoks and nice videos selfies you know all of that good stuff that's what i'm here for not all this rubbish we 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 had a fight for five we didn't speak for five weeks those were the tough who cares i don't <laughs> honestly like i don't i want to hear the good stuff i want to know the good stuff the last thing that i think is a clear indicator that you are the problem and social media is not the problem and this applies to everybody that's why i like this one so much is that you are actually participating in it like i said you have signed up to this app you have created a profile you have followed all these people and more time people actually follow people that they aspire to like people follow people that they want to be like maybe they want to have as much money as this person or they want to be as popular as this person or they want to do this thing that this person is doing based on work or marriage or whatever it is so why are you not coming to say that social media is the problem when you are the one actively participating in it and one thing about twitter okay maybe not twitter one thing about tiktok and instagram especially is that it works on algorithm what you like is what you see the things that you like interact with engage with the content that you engage with is what they are going to push to you so more time what you are seeing on your tl is people you follow and things that you actually like so how is social media now the problem i I don't get it I, i don't understand it because you can very well curate what you want your feed to look like or what you want your timeline to look like first with the people that you follow and then with what you interact and engage with with the hashtags that you follow the topics that you follow on twitter and stuff like that you can actually block out the rubbish like me on my social media i don't see rubbish things i'm not interested in because i've actually blocked out those things i don't interact with that type of content i don't follow those type of people i don't i mute some words even block some accounts that i know that are of no use to me you can actually do that like you are in control to an extent of what you see so don't come and be telling us every day social media this every day social media that baby girl baby boy you might be the problem and i hope with this few points of mine i've been able to convince you and certainly not confuse you that sometimes you need to check yourself you need to check yourself baby because you might be the problem so yeah guys that is all for this episode if you've listened to this point thank you so much you know the vibes already you know how we do it give this episode five star sorry give the podcast a five star rating on apple music and on spotify share it to everyone that you know follow us on all social media platforms real talk w grace till we meet again in the next episode bye bye